Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the, well, it was six game. Now it's a five game slate uh, on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Wow, what a crazy last couple weeks has been here for NBA DFS. We have, it's almost like you're playing G League uh, NBA DFS. Um, and it's, it's a crazy one again tonight. But uh, if you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com. We cover the main and the show and sites for NBA and NFL. I would like that to thank the sponsor of this video, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a player prop site where you pick two to five players and can win up to ten extra money. A few different ways you can play for NBA. One is taking over or under on straight up fancy points. You can take over or under on points, rebounds, assists, three pointers made. Um, they have NFL, they have college sports, they have first half NBA contests, um, they have esports, uh, basically every single sport you can think of. They have it on prize picks. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up and use my code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. You get 100% match up to $100. So basically a free $100 to play with on the site if you deposit $100 using my code. And finally, as always, I want to thank you for your continued support on this YouTube channel. Just make sure if you do enjoy this free content to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Try to aim for 100 likes on this video. Okay, so uh, let's take a look back on here from last night before we get into tonight's slate. So last night dealt with some foul trouble um, and some really bad shooting on D'Lo's part uh, that held me back from the cash in tournaments. But yeah, I went... Uh, to those two Knicks guys just because the amount of minutes they're going to play, right? The Knicks were, once again, really shorthanded. So Kemba and Fournier are both chalk. Um, they both smashed. Brunson, you know, Dallas had, like, no one else. Uh, he was very popular as well. He was a smash. Josh Hart, not as popular, about 30% owned. Uh, he went absolutely off. Um, I was expecting him to bust because I, I finally went back to him after he went uh, for that one game where he had seven points and two boards uh, a while back. Um, Jonas Valanciunas was the foul trouble here that really hurt me. Picked up two fouls in two minutes. So lost basically an entire shift there in the first quarter. Um, if he doesn't get in foul trouble, I'm probably cashing. And then also, super low on Nurkic was smashing. And then he gets in foul trouble and misses like almost the entire fourth quarter. So... Ugh, frustrating because, um, you know, without foul trouble, it's it's probably a pretty good night. And then D'Angelo Russell shot like four of 20. Like, are you, are you serious? I had to go back there because it was like, you know what? If I fade here and he goes off, I'm going to I'm gonna really hate myself. But, um, yeah, I mean, if he, if D'Angelo Russell has a decent shooting game, he probably goes for close to 50. So that was uh, not very fun watching that game. And then Nas Reed was fine. I, I was definitely tilting after the first half when he had four first half minutes with all those guys out. I'm like, is Nas Reed really going to play eight minutes in this game? Luckily, they started him in the second half over Balmaro, who uh, shouldn't even be in the G League, send him overseas. Um, but yeah, guys, that is it for the luck back. So just missing tournaments. Um, I didn't, unfortunately, bring up the Thunderdome, so I don't know what won that. Um, but hope you guys had a good night, and let's talk about this. Again, now five-game slate. Maybe it goes down to four-game slate. Who knows? Uh, we'll start off on the Cleveland side. So what we know for Cleveland, no Jared Allen, no Evan Mobley, so a little bit thin in the front court. Obviously, Sexton's out for the year. No Okoro, no Stevens, no Ed Davis, a couple of the end-of-the-bench guys out as well. So Darius Garland at 9.7K, I mean, I just have a hard time paying this price point for him. Can he go for 50-plus and get value? Sure. But, like, he's going to need one of those outlier games for him even to hit value. So 
Really hard for me to prioritize Darius Garland there. Ricky Rubio, a lot easier to get to at 6.2K. Um, 34 and 44 fans points now last couple games. He should play 25 to 30 minutes. Um, a fair play in the mid-range, but doesn't really stand out. Laurie Markin's really been struggling here of late. He's 6K. Um, three of the last four games, 11, 16, and 12 fancy points. Now, you would think these minutes go up for Markin. You would think those rebounds go up with two front court players missing. So I think he's uh, another one of guys that is like playable, but not someone I'm, I'm super excited to go to. Now, Kevin Love, I think, will be relatively popular, 5'7". He's a good point for any guy. And you would think he plays more minutes now with those two uh, missing from the front court. We'll see if he starts or not. But um, I like Kevin Love, whether he starts or not. I do think those myths took up a bit. Chetty Osman, another you know relatively productive player that should get more run here. Um, another guy that is a good point per minute guy. So lo- those two look pretty good in Chetty and Kevin Love. Uh, Dean Wade at 3.8K probably sees close to 30 minutes here. I think he's a fair value play. Played pretty well last couple games. Um, you know, he was a guy when the Cavs were super shorthanded, uh, like three, four weeks ago, he was, uh, you know, I think he got up to like, yeah, like 5k or so. So, um, Dean Wade, uh, a fair value play, probably not going to attend on else. signed Justin Anderson. They have Cornette now. Um, but yeah, nothing really else for me on the Cleveland side, moving on to Boston. So not a ton I love on the Boston side. Jason Tatum is now over 11K. Feels a little bit too pricey for me. Jalen Brown on almost 10K. Again, feels a little bit overpriced. Uh, Horford is still out. Richardson's out. Grant Williams is out, but doesn't do a ton for me. Schroeder at 6'5". Marcus Smart at 5'7". Again, price points don't stand out. Freedom's price is way up, and now we have Robert Williams coming back. So, um, sorry. Ah, itchy nose. Uh, there's just... There's not much here that I'm really looking to for Boston. So let's move on to Orlando and Atlanta. So Orlando, well, they could be really shorthanded here. So no Mobamba, no Suggs, no Fultz, no Terrence Ross, no MCW, no Mulder, no Hampton, no Mo Wagner. Um, we have Cole Anthony Wanakar Jr. questionable. So if they're both out, then it's going to be what? Franz Wagner 1, Okiki 2, Gary Harris 3, Lopez 4, Gravit 5, Ford 6. They signed... Tim Frazier, right? Yeah, he's and he's actually a decent point for a guy who'd be seven. BJ Johnson, Schofield, so I believe that of nine. And and Gillespie too, they have. So they still have it'll still have bodies if Cole Anthony and Wildcard Jr. are out. Uh, but we'll probably expect those main guys like Franz Okiki, Harris, Lopez to play a ton. Um so if if Cole Anthony and Wildcard Jr. are out, then uh, we'll start with Franz Wagner, who's seven six. Again, I expect him to play thirty five plus minutes. The only issue we hear is the price point, his price is now way up. Okiki at 5'2", still have interest in him. He's going to play mid-30s minutes. So, yeah, I think Okiki uh, is a solid play, assuming that Anthony and Carter Jr. are uh, out. And then Gary Harris at 5'1", probably plays the point um, if Cole Anthony's out, and he's played 36 minutes back-to-back games. I think he's a pretty solid play there in the mid-range. Robin Lopez at 4'6". He's played big, big minutes as well, 33-38. We know he's... Uh, not a bad point per minute guy and is still relatively cheap. So those guys all look pretty good. And then the value here, like Gravitz probably played the most to signing Gravit 24, 25 minutes. So if I was going to take a shot in one of those guys, probably would be him. Like, as I said, Tim Frazier is a good point per minute guy, but since he just signed that, like, I don't think he gets a ton of run. I would think those G leaguers that signed a couple games ago would get more run than him. So that's our mat right now for the magic. Moving on to the Atlanta Hawks. So no Trey Young, no Capella. Uh, Bogdanovich is probable. No Gallinari, no Hunter, no TLC, uh, and no Lou Williams, who they don't have listed out yet. But yeah, he is he is in the health and safety protocols, and TLC is now in the health and safety protocols. So 
Um, I'll start John Collins at 7.3K. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I mean, he's going to have to do basically everything for this team. We know he's a good rebounder. We know he's a good shot blocker. And now he's going to be their go-to guy in offense in good matchups. I really like John Collins there. Kevin Herter at 5K, going to have to do a lot more offensively. Um, I think he's a fair play in the mid-range. Bogdanovich, well, keep an eye. There's a limit. He's, uh, how many games has he missed? So 11. Yeah, it's been about a month he's been out. So like, you would think they'd kind of take it easy on his minutes, if if possible. So we'll keep an eye on that one. If there's no limitations, I'm fine going. To, I, I do like Bogdanovich a lot. If he's going to be limited, I'm probably not going to go there. And then Trey Young out, I think DeLon Wright starts. If he does start, he makes for a good value that should play probably 30-ish minutes or so. I like Cam Reddish at 3-7. Whether he starts or comes off the bench, I think there's a lot of minutes for him. Um, and then Okongwu with no Capella. They could start him. They could start Gordy Jang. They could start Collins at the five. They still said, though, that Okongwu is going to be at a minute summit, so I'm, I'm not going to go to him. And then I mentioned Gorgi Jang. Like, maybe there's a chance he starts. If he does start, I think he'd be a playable value play. But center spot should be taken up by him, Okongwu, and maybe some small ball five with John Collins. As far as everyone else goes on this roster, um, I mean, you might see some action here from these um, younger players and guys like Sharif Cooper and uh, Jalen Johnson, uh, some summer league guys that were getting good run. But um, I think I'd rather go to the you know more rotation players who I expect more minutes from. All right, Houston and Milwaukee on the Houston side, not much that stands out to me. I think Christian Wood at 9-3, playable contrarian option. He is also questionable for this game. Um, if he plays, he's a fine contrarian play. If he misses... It's going to be Daniel Tice probably starting, who comes a good value. And then Sengen will most likely not get a, a minutes increase for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Jay Sean Tate at 6'6 feels a little bit overpriced. Again, we have Sengen and Tice. So Tice is way, way cheaper at 3'3. Um, he's been out of the rotation when Christian Wood has been back. But if Christian Wood misses, would expect Tice to start. If he does start, it would be a decent value. Uh, Sengen is only center eligible, which is kind of tough. But. If he starts this game, if Christian Woods out, then I would have more interest in him. But most likely what the Rockets are going to do is they're going to start Daniel Tice, which I think is just so, so dumb. Um, Eric Gordon, 5'7", probably plays about 30 minutes, does have some upside, but again, price does not stand out. Amani Brooks played the most last game, he played 32 minutes. I think he's a fair play, uh, fair value play. Garrison Matthews will get decent run too, but he's scoring dependent, so... Yeah, Houston as a team just looks pretty unappealing. And moving on to Milwaukee, so still no Giannis, still no Portis, still no Lopez. Drew Holiday's been running the show here. He's 9.4K. I'm still fine paying this price point for him. I mean, he's going to play 36 to 38 minutes and be very, very high usage in a great matchup. So still fine paying that price for him. Uh, Middleton looks a little bit easier to get to at 8.3K, assuming no limitations. He's missed the last couple games. So the top two guys for the Bucks uh, are going to dominate the usage. However, their price points are up. Connaughton does not stand out to me at 5.5K. Grayson Allen, not really either. I mean, he kind of upside, but he has to hit a shot to get value. Nawar is priced up from when Middleton is out. Middleton's now back, so I'm not really interested there. Uh, Boogie Cousins at 4.4 probably starts if he does start. Minutes, I think a fair guess is like low 20s. And at this price point, I think he still makes a good value play because he's a good point per minute guy if he can stay out of foul trouble. So do like Boogie there for, for value. Sandro in that game where they basically played only eight guys, played 42 minutes. Um, I think I'd rather go to Boogie than Sandro, but he would be playable to him, Boogie, and probably Thanasis might get a little bit of run at the five there. Um, I don't think I'm going to get to the value, though, for the Bucks. Other value, Denver and OKC. So Jokic is 12-6, but 
it's just a scary fade in a small slate. Great matchup, and just this guy's just phenomenal. So we, we don't have to spend time in Jokic. Um, Aaron Gordon at 5.8K is questionable. Um, if he misses, probably going to open up more more minutes for those uh, other wings in the team. But I don't know if I would really want to jam in like Jeff Green or Michael Green if he plays. Barton at 6.7. Again, with Jokic in, he's just more of a secondary play. Uh, Morris has played relatively well, but he feels priced about right. Composo's 3.9K. Um, he's been getting somewhere around you know 20 to 30 minutes, and he's been productive when he's on the court. So a decent contrarian value play. Bones Highland at three, another guy that is you know productive when he's on the court. So those two, I think, are decent contrarian value options in this slate, but neither are going to be a priority play for me. I'm moving on OKC. So uh, Shea Gildas Alexander at 9.5. I mean, that's just a tough price point to pay from. I know he can still go for 50 plus, but you're going to need like an outlier game, like kind of like Darius Garland. So doesn't really stand out there. Josh Giddy at almost 8K. Again, I'm a big, big Josh Giddy fan, but um, it just feels a little bit overpriced. I know he's he's played really well last few games, 40, 45, and 45 fancy points. But again, the price is a little bit too much for me. Uh, 6.3 at Lou Dort does not stand out. The value here for the Thunder is just gross. Like, they're probably going to run, like, three centers. So, I don't think I'm going to touch anyone else in the Thunder. And finally, the Clippers and the Kings. So, Paul George, 10.9K, a viable contrarian spend-up. Again, he has not hit value in the last, like, month of games that he's played. Uh, so, kind of like Steph Curry, right? It's just, it's it's a contrarian play right now. Um, and the secondary options with Paul George back, definitely take a big hit in Reggie Kennard. Man, my favorite of those three would be Terrence Mann. For his price, still expect a ton of minutes there. Avicii Zubac at 5'3". Like the spot here. I think he plays mid to high 20s minutes. Um, I think he's, uh, again, another decent contrarian play at the center position, but um, not really a cash game play. Bledsoe at 4'8". Does not stand out with Paul George coming back. Batum, minutes have not been great. Winslow is basically out of the rotation last game. And Serge Ibaka, I'll mention his contrarian value play. I mentioned him last time, and he did play 22 minutes. He played uh, the backup five there with no Hartenstein. Ibaka is not a bad point brand guy. Also, he has power forward eligibility, which is kind of nice. So I think he's a sneaky, sneaky uh, low own play, assuming he's going to continue to get that backup five run for the Clippers. And finally, the Kings, a team we've been getting a ton of exposure to the last week or so with them being shorthanded. Basically, everyone that was uh, has been out is still out. Uh, we have Rashawn Holmes that might be back. So basically, if Rashawn Holmes plays, it takes Tristan Thompson out of play. If Rashawn Holmes is out, then Tristan Thompson's a good value that probably should play mid to high 20s minutes. So that's where the one piece of news we're waiting on. Uh, Halliburton, Nate, too, has just been phenomenal. He's going to play close to 40 minutes, a guy that has triple-double upside with no deer and Fox. Um, he also has shooting guard eligibility, which is kind of nice. So uh, really do like Halliburton there. Harrison Barnes at 7-1 does not really stand out, but again, the minutes should be there. So if you landed him as last piece in, I'm not going to say no. Buddy Heald at almost 7K. Now there's more risk involved. You know, when he was in that 5K range playing like close to 40 minutes, there wasn't a ton of risk. But now at this price point, if he has a bad shooting game, uh, the floor is still there with Buddy Heald. So more of a GPP play for me, even though I do think he gets a decent amount of ownership. Met two now almost 6K. He's been playing low 30s minutes. He'll be productive when he's on the court. I still think he's a little bit too cheap. And that's probably it. Like, Mo Harkless will see some run probably in that high 20s range, but he's just so bad when he's on the court. Damian Jones, if uh, Holmes is out, will get the backup five run. He did have that one really big game two games ago, but that was kind of an outlier. So, yeah, that's really it for the Kings, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying this content, NBA content, make sure to hit the like button, guys. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know who are you going to that's that you think is going to be low-owned tonight that's going to win you all the money. So thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.